0: We're letting the ponies out of the barn and kicking off another day of Sooner Sports Talk. It's time for the T-Row in the morning show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions Text Line at 405-651-3439. Now, live from the Palace in Piedmont and the Brown O'Haver Studios in Norman, here are Toby Rowland and DJ Perry. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show. I wanted to make sure that you all had the first opportunity to get to meet your new coach. You're going to love his passion. You're going to love his fight. You're going to love his vision. You're going to love the way that he pours into you. I know he is going to love you, too. But uh, without further ado, I want to introduce you to your new head coach, Brett Venables, guys. We are the... They talk about the elite programs in college football. That's Oklahoma. And I know each and every one of you guys know that. All right, three thousand feet overload There to land runway three six click six, 6 fifty Welcome to Norman. what makes oklahoma a special place these fans are passionate right sure? got everybody yep. okay surprise. Um, Best top college football fans in America. Um, The passion, the love, the Sooners, second to none. Not a better way to come back. Hey, we left, and it was great, but coming back to this, absolutely uh, just overwhelming. uh, So to have the opportunity to, to, the first time I get a lead A program uh, at Oklahoma, are you kidding me, it doesn't get any better than this. It really doesn't. Coach, we love it. Do you love for invincible Sooner Nation? Welcome home.
1: Good Monday morning, everybody. What a video. A lot of that doesn't probably play as well on the radio as the uh, video does, but uh, credit Sports.com, the things they put together over there. Excellent, excellent video that they put out yesterday for the uh, arrival of Brent Venables last week.
2: They, uh, they
1: really went all in on the Friday Night Lights aesthetic. Boy, they? anything associated with Friday Night Lights, I'm in. A Friday Night Lights you know what I watched some of uh, this past weekend um, I Friday Night it. Lights no I, no 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 I caught it in the middle of it Varsity Blues uh, it holds up it's a terrible movie but it holds up <laughs> like, I watch it and I think man I remember how great I thought this movie was and then I was watching it and I'm like man I don't remember their accents being this bad but I still watched all of it until it ended on, I think that was Friday night when I thought that was on one of the ch- movie channels.
2: Um, what accent is the the question I, I would ask? I don't know what James
1: Vanderbeek's Beek's doing in yeah. that movie, but it's something. I don't want your life! Uh, good morning, everybody. That's Drake Dyke, and I'm TJ Perry. Toby rolling out for, I don't think, the whole week. He's back Friday, I believe. But a little time off. Arkansas wore him out on Saturday, and he says, I cannot work the next few days. So Toby will not be with us. So you've got to put up with uh, Drake and I for the next few days. But now, a uh, great video uh, that Sooner Sports put out. If you haven't seen it, it's uh, all over your social medias out there, Twitter and Facebook, and it's good stuff. Brent, you know, trying to fight back the uh, big tough bad Brent trying to fight back the tears there when Toby welcomes him off the plane. Um, and then yeah, the Friday night light music is pretty good. Pretty good. Brent's bringing what? Is he bringing a turnip seed with him? Is that how you say that name, Drake? <laughs> like, I can't look at that name and like it. I have seen it. I know it's not, but the 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 letters play with me, and I've seen it like fifteen different times since that came out. I think that was on Friday afternoon when that came out. Thad, turnip seed. Is that correct? Turn turn turn, turnin' seed, turnip seed, turnip speed. No, God speed. Nope, turn turnip seed. Yep, <laughs> <You> found it. <laughs> like when I saw it too, I'm like, this isn't a real name. Thad turnip seed or Thad turnip. I can't even say it. That is a difficult name. Thad turnip seed.
2: Bad turnip seed. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Super difficult.
2: Yeah. Uh I I I one of my friends actually has the last name turnip seed, so not not that difficult for me. But um Yeah, the, the look at all the guys that are being brought back to Oklahoma, though. I mean, we already knew about Venables, obviously. Right. Jeff Levy was speculated about very early on. Then it breaks that uh Jerry Schmidt's coming back. Yeah. And then uh you've got uh, is it Brandon Hall, Hall. Uh, who was a GA here, and mm-hmm. as the DC at Troy is going to come and be the safeties coach? Is what broke yesterday, right? Or was it Saturday? So I think that was Saturday, but yeah, yeah. So I mean, they're uh, they're bringing as okay, the boys and are back in town like you played, yeah, and you're you're holding on to a lot of the all the OU guys on the offensive staff. So yeah, it, it's. It's going to be a very OU-centric staff. It, I, I'm still a little bit surprised that guys like, in that same vein, Calvin Thibodeau and Brian Odom, that uh, Venables had coached specifically on the defensive side, weren't retained. But um,
1: Yeah, it, I don't it, know what all it's went It's going to be interesting
2: to or... see how the rest of the, because obviously is the, it the Todd Bates, uh, the defensive tackle coach at Clemson's been speculated about a lot, mm-hmm. uh, be interesting to see if that pans out, but
1: yeah. And some yeah. of these haven't like officially been announced by OU, but there's, yeah, there, yeah, there's, there's so much reporting out there about it. I'm pretty sure, you know, Hall and turnip seed or, uh, all that's happening and going down. So, uh, we'll see what, how the uh, rest of the week plays out. I'm going to guess that. I would guess by the end of the week, we probably have a full staff in place, I would think. Well, this week's signing day, so you would think so. I think I so. yeah, will. I don't know that they will before signing day, though. Right. Uh, but possibly. possibly. Uh, there's
2: There's been a couple, I think, that Todd Bates is the main one that people have speculated about, that he would leave Clemson after signing day, which is one of those shady coach things to me. Still, it's like, yeah, we're going to make sure that you get locked in before I leave and I can't coach anymore, so.
1: We can uh, get into the uh, coaching situation. I want to talk about Lincoln Riley today. I want to talk about the OU Arkansas game. Drake was at the OU Arkansas game in Tulsa, so we'll talk to him about that and the atmosphere and everything that went down. Big win for the uh, Sooners on Saturday, 88-66, as they dominated the Hogs from start to finish, really. Uh, Mike Leach was in the news over the weekend. We can get into that a little bit. Um. There was a 7-foot, 360-pound basketball player that took over the Internet over the weekend. Did you see that guy? I don't even remember his name. From St. John Fisher? 7-foot, 360 pounds. To be honest, he looked like something that you would see out of an 80s basketball movie, like a comedy. This kid uh, was coming up the court, falls down, does a flip, gets up, is limping... Then uh, steps back behind the three-point line, gets the pass, and just throws a dime to a dude underneath the basket for the dunk. Oh, it's the craziest <laughs> highlight I've ever seen. But uh, uh, that guy became a superstar over the weekend. Um, so a lot going on out there. I had uh, I woke up about two thirty. Couldn't fall asleep. Back to sleep for a while, and then I dreamed over and over again. I, I guess this had to do with waking up. Thinking about hosting the show, knowing Toby was out, and then I was late to all these flights, although I didn't know what time my flight was supposed to leave, and Katie wouldn't tell me. She just kept saying, we don't get a flight time until they text us, and I said, well, how do we know when to get to the airport? They'll text us, and I was in a panic because I'm like, well, what if they text us and our flight's in 20 minutes? And I was at one point going to Vegas. I was at one point on a cruise. And at one point I was somewhere else, some, I don't know, Punta Canyon or somewhere. I don't know where it was, but. Hey, watch your language.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I kept dreaming this dream over and over again, it, which was probably really only about, you know, a minute, minute and a half. But it seemed like the last two or three hours that I slept. And I woke up in a panic, thinking we were late for a flight or that we had not got the text yet to verify a flight time. Which I hope it never goes to that system because I was going crazy in the dream, wondering why they would not text us with the flight time. So I don't know why. Now, you didn't get to the
2: point to where you, like, start waking up Katie like, Katie, have you gotten the dang text yet?
1: Yes, in the dream. There was stuff like that no, going on. No, I'm talking on. about whenever you woke up. because Like, you- we were, like, uh she worked some different weird job. I don't even know what she was doing, but <laughs> at some point she made the office staff cry because she wouldn't tell them when she was leaving to go on this flight. Like, she was very protective of the flight time. So uh. maybe she actually had the time and just wouldn't tell me and kept telling me it was a text in the dream. I don't know. It was a weird dream. It's A weird dream. So... uh I still don't know what it was about or why I was even dreaming. Maybe it had to do with the alarm clock and oversleeping, which I never do. In fact, I woke up before the alarm went off. So, uh, but maybe she texts me. I'm just warning you. She might text me here in a minute, and we're on a flight somewhere, and you've got to finish off the show. So, I'm just, I'm just letting you know. Sounds
2: like an opportune time to air some best of stuff. <laughs> Everybody gets here. A repeat of
1: Friday. So, I don't know. It was a weird dream. Uh, you can call us up, though, 405-329-9000. That is the law offices of Rod, Poston, Oklahoma, Rod Polston, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line. See what Turnip C did to me? Air Comfort Solutions Text Line, 405-651-3439. Text the show, your comments. Hey, Toby's gone this week. He has not allowed you guys on this show to fully vent, I think, the way that you wanted to about Brent, uh, about uh, Lincoln Riley over the last couple of weeks. You're more than welcome to at this point. You got four days to do it till he gets back on Friday. Complain about what you want. We'll take a timeout. T-Roll in the morning show. T.J. and Drake back after this.
0: Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Rep Sports Radio Network, your home for Sooner fans.
2: Welcome back. Segment two, hour one of day one of this work week. What many of you, I guess,
1: would call Monday. Monday. Your shopping days are winding down, people. Uh, Well, you got 13 shopping days, uh, 12 shopping days, maybe. We've got some
2: people uh, in this building that have been done for uh, about 45, 50 days.
1: Uh, No, not that long ago. We wrapped up this past weekend. I've got one item to buy still, which will be easy in a town like this. I think I need to buy, like, a OU hoodie or something. Uh, I think they're probably oh, pretty easy well, to find. Yeah. So <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Nothing that's going to be a difficult task. Yeah, so, that's, that's and then gonna, we're done. That's I think we're done. Uh, hard to our find. wrapping's done. We have all our wrapping done. That was a project this weekend. How disgusted are you with me right now, I'm, Drake? I'm
2: very disgusted by you. <laughs> All the wrapping is done. We've got, it is December 13th. So that means that the day that I will start wrapping my presents is December 23rd. Typical
1: man. Yep. Typical man. Go ahead with your update, whatever you're doing here.
2: Uh, Before we get to uh, just the couple of, I guess, uh, would you phrase those as rumors, or the, the reports over the weekend of Ted... Uh, turnip Seed. Now you've got me <laughs> yeah, thinking about I tell, it. I tell you, it's a hard name, man. Bad Turnip Seed. And uh, Brandon Hall, over the weekend, reports coming out. Uh, the uh, question here on the Air comfort Solutions sexling. Like, you didn't actually say what Turnip Seed is going to be doing? Nobody knows. Mark? Yeah. Nobody knows. That's, that's the thing is that he's kind he's, of got a wide breadth of what it is that he's done in the past. Uh, director of Player Development at Clemson and then... At uh, Alabama, when he was there, he was kind of like a uh athletic department uh capital guy in terms of like
1: he made collecting
2: mi- donations and also like turning it into actual assets too so
1: yeah he um like he had, had many of many positions and kind like of that. created like this be all guy for programs out of nowhere like he may be coming to o u just to do some flooring put in some flooring. That's where Alabama <laughs> That's found was, him. They, yeah, he
2: was he owned a flooring business. Like a business. flooring
1: business and a construction business, and they went to him for a donation, and he's like, well, I can't help you with money, but I can build it for you. And they're like, okay. And uh, he went out and built like $200 million in donations for their facility. So he's a uh, – it was put out on the reports, he'll serve as Brent Venable's right-hand man is kind of how it was put. So – Player of Director of Development. Um, He was over recruiting. He did a bunch of things at Clemson. So um, we'll have to wait and see what the official title is from Oklahoma.
2: Uh, Brandon Hall, we know what the role would be if the reports are true if he ends up at Oklahoma. Uh, The Troy Defensive Coordinator, he would be the safeties coach. I mean, I guess there's a possibility that he could also end up as a co-defensive coordinator. A lot of people have speculated about that, but um, those are the two reported hirings that happened over the weekend. Still a few more uh, staff members that are yet to be revealed in terms of, and I I guess the important thing with Brandon Hall is that uh, people have said that he could possibly be a special teams coordinator too.
1: Uh, yeah, I saw that out there quite a bit. I think most people think that he'll probably play some role in that. So um, I think you're right there. Um, yeah, so that was a couple of the uh, rumors slash reports, however you want to put it over the weekend. I think we'll probably get official word probably on those two today, I would think. Uh, Lebby and Roof was – my days are running together now. Friday, I believe, is when they finally officially announced both of those guys. Yeah, Friday, Friday afternoon. afternoon.
2: I, yeah. I, I was talking with a another uh show host on a different station the other day and he was what? asking me I, I he was saying like these are gonna be the guys, I'm just hoping that it's not gonna be a Friday news dump by OU and I'm like, You realize that's probably what's going to happen.
1: <laughs> so
2: yeah. Friday News Stump, uh, Friday afternoon. Quit
1: hanging around with hosts from other stations. What are you not, doing?
2: Not hanging around, just trying to get intel. You know me.
1: Uh, all right. Uh, Darla has called us online, one. What's going on, Darla?
3: Hello, good morning. Good morning. I sure enjoyed Friday. I went to Tally's Cafe to meet Toby, and
1: it was fun. Was uh, uh, uh was Toby chowing on uh five plates of food? I don't know how many. I don't know I, how many things he took pictures of. So, Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you to everyone that uh, joined us, and uh, we appreciate everything uh, out there in Tulsa.
3: It was fun. I, I just wanted to tell you, I don't think the way Lincoln Riley left was very professional. He kept saying he
1: seemed like he lied all year.
3: He kept saying, oh i'm not going anywhere and all that
1: stuff the truth will eventually come out in full detail and when it does it's going to be a book so in fact that's probably what it'll be someone will get the the full details and put a book out on it because there's a lot that went down with this hiring at usc i can't
2: wait for the uh kale gundy tell all book (laughs)
1: yeah i would buy it oh yeah absolutely (laughs)
3: I guess there's probably going to be hard feelings between Calvin, Thibodeau, and Brian Odom, probably, since they're, you know, sooner uh, they played. Yeah, when when
1: it comes to coaching situations like that, I think they just, uh, a lot of that's just understood that's part of the business, and... You just kind of move on, yeah. And sometimes you move on because you want to, because you don't think it's a good mesh with you with who's coming in. So, well,
2: and also I think that part of it is like uh, these guys both found uh, the way it's been speculated at least uh, have found other landing spots too, and quickly. That's, that's yeah. the most like point. they
1: were, you know, they're looking for struggling for uh, or months. Anything, yeah. yeah,
3: but Josh Heupel still has bad feelings, right? Yeah, I
2: I I think that definitely different circumstances, but yeah, Josh Heupel definitely has yeah yeah, that uh I I I mean the way that OU fans talked about Josh Heupel leading up to his departure, I think that Josh kind of earned uh, the bitter taste in his mouth a little bit. So
3: is this Ted Roof guy very? I mean, I've heard he moved around so much, but. We don't know much about whether he'll be good
1: or not, right? Uh, well, um, we'll find out. Yeah, he's moved around a lot. He's had several different jobs. But everything that I was reading, uh, everybody thinks pretty highly of him that um, that I read over the weekend and everything, despite the fact that he has been in a lot of places. So, um, and, and to be honest, he got the label of D.C., but this is going to be Brent's defense, and they're going to run what Brent wants to run, so.
3: And uh, one last question. My husband read that Mike Shepard is leaving the staff. But who is that?
1: Yes, he's the uh, uh, director of operations for the basketball team, and he took an AD job at. Gosh, I'm blanking where that was. Did you remember where that was? Did you see that story over the weekend with Shep? Uh, I'll find that for you, darling. I'll, I'll tell you here in a minute okay, what school thanks. he's going to. But yeah, he took Let's an athletic director spot at a at a private school. So now they'll
3: have to find somebody for the basketball.
1: Uh yes, yes, which oh. may have been kind of a transition thing. Shepard may have been uh helping you know Porter transition and everything, and they may have talked about it as he came in that Porter would have his own guy eventually, so um but yeah he he took an a d job, so oh, that game
3: was fun. Drake it was. you did a great job
1: oh, well, thank you, darling. I appreciate that
3: and but one thing um uh, before I go, the radio station that I listen to here, the buzz cut off. And started playing other stuff right when Toby was doing the post game. Uh oh. Mm.
1: They're listening right now, so we'll get on to them for you. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, thanks. Thanks, Darla. Thanks, Charlie. See ya. Come on, Buzz. What are you doing? You got to stick with the post game show. That way you can hear Drake every five minutes say something about Bud Light. Bud Light. (laughs) At least I the don't choice have, of the fans or whatever At least I don't have to uh, do the uh,
2: Aloha Beaches uh, read anymore. <laughs> oh, so. No, I liked the Aloha Beaches. <laughs> so I was waiting
1: for you to screw it up like I did Turnip Seed. Yep. So <laughs> that was coming Bad at some turnip point. Turnip Seed. Um, yeah, uh, Mike Shepard. Gosh, I cannot. I am blanking. I'll find it. Here I, I didn't this
2: see this. This must have been. So, like, immediately after the Be OK, I went and grabbed somebody with a friend up in Tulsa and then, uh, so I didn't even hit the road until probably 6, 8 o'clock last night, and I, I didn't see anything on Shep leaving. I...
1: Um, And of course, it's not coming right up for me when I search it, so I'll find out who where that is. But yeah, it's an athletic director's role for, I think, a private school, high school maybe, so um, I'll find that exact information. But yeah, he's been at OU for quite some time, so... We will uh, take a timeout. We'll look that up. We'll get into some other things. want to remind everybody, Bowl Mania, too. If you're going to play Bowl Mania with us, you only have really until Wednesday to sign up because bowl yeah, games we, we start. Yeah, we got Texas
2: Cassidy, by the way. Cassidy. Do what now? Cassidy is the
1: school. Oh, guy. yeah, yeah. Cassidy, uh, school athletic director. Yeah. That's what it was. Thank you. Thank you. Um, bowl games start this week, so you have to get signed up, get your confidence levels built. And have that all locked in before the games start, I believe, on Thursday. So I think you really have until Wednesday to sign up. So, If you're like T.J. Perry, you won't adjust the
2: confidence level at
1: all. No, You'll you just make you the games. Right. And then, yeah. like, what does it matter where you place them in point value when you know you're going to get everyone right? Yeah. it's exactly how that works. Mm-hmm. Don't waste your time, people, struggling moving these games around. You either get them right or you don't. That's been my philosophy for years. I've never won this contest. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been my philosophy. I think doesn't Ted do that too? Uh, there's a lot of people I think that do. Uh, there's some people that sign up and then don't even pick games. So yeah. uh, un- uh, unhitch the wagon is the group name. Sooners is your password. Find it on ESPN.com. Just go to College Bowl Mania there and sign up. They they've got like three different College Bowl Manias now. We're in the confidence level category, so it'll ask you which category you want to. Enter or search, and it's the confidence level. So, play College Bowl Mania with us for a uh, shot at a great prize, is brought to you by Cavens. Take a timeout back after this on the T Row Show.
0: Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24 7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at
1: 405-651-3439. T-Row in the morning show. TJ and Drake with you. Toby out for the uh, next few days taking some time off. Resting up after what was a uh, big, big win on Saturday in Tulsa. at to be okay for the Sooners over the uh, Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, 88-66. to And, boy, just a dominant performance by Oklahoma. From start to finish, they jumped out early. Took a big uh, double-digit lead out of the uh, gate and never looked back. And it was impressive. You were there. Hey, tell me this. So on TV, it was hard to tell because Toby and I talked about Friday what the split was going to be on the crowd. But on TV, both oh, with the cheering and everything going on, it was hard to tell who had what and especially the color scheme. I couldn't tell well how it was split. I didn't realize this
2: until see this is this is these are the golden nuggets that T Row goes on the air with is uh, apparently OU and Arkansas have identical color not just color schemes, but color pantones. So like even like the <laughs> the code of the actual color is identical. So it was next to impossible to get a feel for like What fan was of what affiliation? That's how it was on TV, so I didn't know if it was different in person or not. So, it was probably a 60-40 split Arkansas.
1: Okay. And and the only
2: reason you could tell, or only time you could tell, is when they started doing their uh, woo pig pig, (laughs) uh, chant. And it was like, oh, yeah, there's definitely more Arkansas fans in here than because you just kind of generally look around and you're like oh, everybody's wearing crimson. Like there there's a lot more OU fans in here than I was kind of anticipating, but that's awesome. And then you start to hear like how loud the Woo Pig chants are. I'm like, "Oh, nope. Uh there's a significant significant amount of Arkansas fans, and it definitely would get louder like the OU fans that showed up were loud, right? Uh, and obviously they had a lot to cheer about on Saturday, but uh, whenever things started, those two points in time during the game to where Arkansas really chipped away at that OU lead, uh, you could really tell the advantage that Arkansas fans had. And it, I mean, distance-wise, it was basically equidistant for... Uh, Fayetteville and Norman in terms of yeah, playing actually a little in Tulsa. closer
1: for them uh, yeah, by a few yeah, yeah miles
2: yeah, so uh, I saw people that were saying like, oh well, this is just embarrassing if you're an o u basketball fan that you're outnumbered in your own says." like yeah, but like that kind of lacks context too, but yeah, so it was uh it was a great crowd though, I think that they they were telling us before the broadcast that there were 12,000 tickets that were sold to the game
1: Mm
2: -hmm. uh, prior to the day of the game. So they were anticipating a huge crowd. And Toby had talked about in the past how, and obviously it's different when you've got teams like USC that you're playing in that venue versus somebody like Arkansas to where it's drivable and that you have a very rabid – uh, basketball fan base there because of how, especially how good they were in the 90s right. with Nolan Richardson. But um, they were anticipating even more of a walk-up crowd because they had the Christmas Day parade in Tulsa as well. So they they were anticipating, and it was right along the route of the uh, parade, the BOK Center. People was. Are just
1: hopping off floats and going into the game. That's right. Uh, listed officially at, uh, in this article anyway, 12,746. So yeah, great crowd. Um, it was fun to watch. The atmosphere was good. And uh, like you said, OU fans, obviously, it went well yeah. for them because of how they played. But yeah.
2: Toby had talked about how the upper bowl wasn't sold in the past and there wasn't anybody up there. Uh, this this game, this year, they had the upper bowl sold, So uh, at least part of it. It wasn't completely full, but, I mean, pretty much the lower bowl was at capacity and the upper bowl you had seats that were... Kind of scattered to where they were full.
1: I love the BOK. I think it's a tremendous venue.
2: The one thing that they need to work on is you can tell that they're a venue that is not accustomed to hosting a lot of sporting events because at least as many as like Chesapeake, to where you have at least 41 men. Uh, NBA games per year like the the in-house graphics and everything were non-existent like they didn't even have the OU or Arkansas logos up there like they would play the in-house videos and stuff like that but it was as plain Jane as you can get when it comes to Look uh, at the
1: snob on the other side yeah, of the Yeah, that's
2: glass right. right. That's now. right. Uh, Sooner Vision gave yourself a pat on the back because uh, in house graphics much better than what uh, BOK has.
1: Uh, venue wise, though, I actually prefer it over the peak. I think it's a better venue, yes. uh, especially for concerts. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I think it's comparable in terms of what you have
2: around the arena uh, because obviously all brick Bricktown you have around oh, the. Right, uh, right. Uh, uh, Chesapeake Paycom Arena. Uh, just call it the it's, peak. It's I just, still call it the peak. Yeah, I'm always it, it, call it it's the peak. so weird to and seeing the logo on the Paycom's
1: not cool. It's well, I mean, the company not, might be and working for them might yeah, be. Yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah, great yeah, things. I mean, it's I'm just saying the name. The peak was cool, so I'm just going to refer to it as the peak still. Um, so yeah, so I figured I, you know. I can tell I figured you, I, I can tell you would be T.J.'s
2: payroll going to be uh, messed up this, uh, this next pay period <laughs> I said are, the company's probably payroll. great, and the
1: the <laughs> people that work there I've heard uh, think it's great. So I've heard good things about it, but uh, I'm just saying, not as cool of a name for the uh, arena, that's all. Um, but yeah, uh, Harkless, 21 points, 11 boards. He was great. Tanner Groves was great. Five guys in double figures, and... You know, one thing Toby talked about on Friday was, you know, Arkansas's Final Four caliber, they've got those type of guys, they've built that type of program, but as far as tests go in this early season, that they hadn't really faced anyone that plays the kind of defense, and, and as good a defense as Oklahoma, and you could tell right away early in that game, oh um, you took advantage of that, and slapped it on him quick went up uh that 100 run was fast in that the game the way they started it so
2: uh, Oh yeah
1: and I mean not only that but the
2: thing that had gotten them so that allowed Butler back into the game was they had gotten just obliterated on the board so that they right. they lost uh by uh 43 to 30 I think it was and they had given up 16 offensive rebounds something like that to Butler and they I mean they absolutely dominated the boards on Saturday. So um, kudos to Porter Moser. He had talked about how uh, he had talked to his guys that uh, coming out of that game against Butler on Tuesday night saying, you know, we have things that we have to work on and I'm going to have to tell, I told our guys before I came out here to talk to you that there are lots of things that we need to work on before Saturday. And, (laughs) <laughs> he came out and said, basically, like, we, well, what are you laughing I'm at sorry, right I'm sorry,
1: I'm not laughing at you. They've just put up on the screen. I don't know if you've seen Brian Kelly with the uh, Walker Howard oh, commitment it's, it's yesterday. so bad. And I'm oh. sorry, they're showing it right now, and he's dancing it's, on my screen. So. It's something and we'll talk that you about that in a little un-see. bit. Yeah, we'll talk about I've got to write that on my notes. I forgot the, the about that. The fact
2: that Brian Kelly thought that was a good <laughs> idea, or anybody within, it, like, that is going to be such a dumpster. Anyway, go ahead. Benny, it talks about how... It, he gave kudos to his guys Saturday that they had really kind of bought into what he had tried to reinforce after the Butler loss and that they had put in the work in those next few days. And I mean, it showed with uh, the way that they were able to completely control that game end to end against a very good, a top 10 caliber Arkansas team.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. You know, you bring that many guys in and, throw that many guys from different places together and only have a few remaining pieces holding over, how quickly they've gelled and how quickly they've bought into Porter Moser and what he's doing. And it's really showing early on in the season. It's 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 amazing the chemistry that they already have, and that's only going to get better as they go along here. So yeah. hopefully. It, what, what a weekend for
2: – you hoops in general, though, no, because the, ladies, the, the
1: women looked great yeah, yeah. on Friday night mm-hmm.
2: against a really good BYU team that was undefeated going into that game, and they, man, I, I don't know if uh, any if anything official has been put out on Auto Unusa, but I mean, uh, she. Just tore up her knee. It, it looked like she had torn up her knee again oh. at, at the end of that first half. And, I mean, the air completely came out of that building on Friday night. And it, she had been playing so well. And it just reminded you – because she didn't play last year. She opted right, out last right, year. Opted out. And it reminded you just how good she was. And that she was the best player on the team when – she, before she had gotten hurt two years ago and she mm-hmm. sat out last year and gosh uh, it, it it was just a tough sight to see but they were able to mentally bounce back and maddie williams was excellent taylor robertson awesome behind the three-point line i think that she hit five three-pointers which what wasn't even the game the uh the Graham uh kid for byu she hit 10 three-pointers in the game for BYU and OU was still able to overcome that. So,
1: and they had a girl Typically that, when someone hits 10 three-pointers, yeah, men or women, you're losing and losing by a lot.
2: They had a girl that also had 22 rebounds, I believe, uh by the time the game was over. So, yeah, they BYU it's a good team and that was an excellent win, especially doing it without arguably your best player Nani. You so. well
1: both teams both coaches have done a tremendous job in that same aspect of buying in and playing really good early on in the season hopefully it continues on we've seen over the last few years with oklahoma especially the men getting off to these really good starts and january hits that calendar hits and a script gets flipped hopefully they can carry this momentum and, and keep building off of it uh, with Porter and everything they've got going there. So, great win though on uh, by both teams over the weekend on Friday night and on Saturday afternoon. Take a timeout. Your calls at 329-9000 if you want to jump in on the Rod Polston, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line or text the show Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. TJ and Drake back after this on the T-Row show.
0: When you're on the go, you can still get the best Sooner coverage on the Sports Talk 1400 app. Search Sports Talk 1400 in the app store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want. All the high school scores and updates you need when you need it. All on the Sports Talk 1400 app. Powered by OEC Fiber, OEC Fiber brings the power of high-speed fiber services right to the front door of your home or business. Find out more at OECFiber.com.
2: Final segment, hour one of the Two of the Morning Show on this Monday. Drake Dyke and TJ Perry with you today. Air Comfort Solutions text line. It's in fuego already, TJ, so let's get to it. Uh, In fuego. In fuego. Uh, Tracy wants to know on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, random question, when do you all decide where you'll stay and set up for the morning show, the OU Texas game every year? Uh, usually it's with the OU alumni, whoever it is, that, or wherever it is that right. we go. So, um, usually wherever it is that they're saying, which usually it's one of the omnis, um, that's where we go. But
1: yeah, and that's been the case, Tracy. So if you're looking to plan ahead, that's been the case for several years now. So I can't guarantee that that wouldn't change yeah. next OU Texas, but um. I would be surprised if it did. So, kind of just look to see where the old alumni associations, uh, calling their home, and we put that information out pretty early too to give you time to, to, to if they want to use that hotel or, you know, if you just want to stop by in the morning. There's a lot of people that stopped by and saw us this year that you know may have been staying other places downtown or uh, nearby that uh, stopped by and saw us. So we'll we'll let you know that, but that's typically where it's going to be. Next up, baseball Ross checking
2: in. Rapping. What is this rapping? Why would you wrap Christmas presents? Help me out here. I must be missing something about Christmas. Is a new? Uh, is there a new Bob Stoops Christmas song today? Also,
1: um, rapping uh, with a W, not uh, dropping no. sweet beats. Yeah, you know, and rhyme. TJ
2: is known to not be able to do that. Actually, so
1: I used to could See? rap. I can't wrap presents either. Um, I make an effort. I try. But it is sloppy and ugly. So, <laughs> Which, we've had this discussion on air, Drake. I don't remember if you've filled in or if it's Toby and I that have this discussion. One thing that I argue with my wife about is, why do we have decorative boxes if we've still got to wrap the decorative boxes?
2: Yeah, that's... that's uh... Why
1: are there decorative boxes then if we're just going to wrap them? <laughs> and i don't understand why bags are so bad okay
2: uh they're not bags are your best friend
1: I, thank you yeah but i get yelled bags at tissue like paper that's all you katie need. left to go to work for uh a, a dance for norman north on saturday night and when she left i she knew i was wrapping presents and she said wow it's time for semi-formal already yeah, they yeah. had semi-formal this past weekend yeah um she said do not put everything in bags that was her last words to me as <laughs> she walked out the door. So. so instead, I did a crappy job with wrapping paper because I'm terrible at it. But you know what I wrapped? Uh, it made the wrapping paper look terrible. Beautiful decorative boxes. I don't get it.
2: So what uh, What would have been worst case scenario if she comes back home and everything's in a bag
1: um i put a few things <laughs> in bags okay so you kind of rolled her eyes at me and walked off had everything you put been put a in a strategic
2: bags, amount of oh yes yeah yeah,
1: yeah. cuz she was uh, Sunday morning she was like where's this present and this present i'm going to wrap those i said already done it they're in bags take a timeout back into this